This is the Talking Buds Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to episode 61 of the Talkin' Buds podcast. If you're a fan of the show, don't forget to interact with us further on our Instagram, at Talkin' Buds Podcast. That's where Ryan and I hang out the most, and that is where you can find us on social media. Ryan, we've been waiting for a juicy news story, buddy. We've been waiting for something to sink our teeth into, some sort of big announcement, and we got exactly that today. Finally, some fresh news. Finally, pie in the sky, all the scenarios in front of us, all the exciting matchups and everything. Like, thank God, like the NHL today. You know, there's a lot that needs to go on before this happens, but they are number one today with this announcement and good for them because now everybody's fired up and that's all anyone was talking about today let's go you know what i have to say to that oh you beat me to it man first episode back in a while like come on here we go what are we doing here i can't there you go yeah yeah get it get get it fired up buddy yeah i'm drinking a bush so what's been going on haven't talked to you in a couple weeks nothing man we just decided working. to just, uh, we decided to just, you know, we didn't, uh, let's just be honest, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's, the, to, let's not beat thing, around the bush here. One thing that the Talking Buds listeners can always count on for, from us is honesty. And we just needed something new to talk about. Yeah. I, I can't be, I'm just going to be Ryan. You be Rob. Let's be honest. Like we can't sit and watch a playoff game from 2002 and talk about it yeah it like, just doesn't no, no i can't be doing that man no, it just doesn't no, get no, no. me stoked and i know that's a lot of people like doing that and like that's great if you want reviews of old playoff games steve dangles got you covered yeah because, like, like we, we don't that's that's not what we're just not gonna do it yeah, we, we ask for topics. A lot of people send in suggestions, but it's it's like, ah, uh, you're sitting there like, oh, man, I'm not that fired up to cover uh, another game that's happened in the past. Like, you're let's just, get some fresh news, and here we are. So you're just fully back at work. Oh, yeah, big time. I've been back at work for a month, and it's it's weird. Like, obviously, we're abiding by everything, but I'm over it. Like, I, I'm just excited that, we got to talk about something today, even though a lot of COVID stuff was implied with how this is all going to work. But finally, just a story about sports and how it's going to work. And it's unprecedented what they're doing. And everything we suggested for all our listeners in the past couple episodes of how we wanted this thing to go down, it's exactly the way it's going down. Okay, so you're you're really fired up to talk about it. So let's get into the big news item that we're here to discuss. The Maple Leafs signed defenseman Miko Lettinen. All right, come on, man. What are you doing? What? We haven't we haven't talked about that since 
like we took a few weeks off. We haven't talked about Miko Lettinen. You're fired up about Miko Lettinen. I'll give, you my, for... I'll give you my 15-second response to that. Another Maple Leaf European flyer. We've seen him come in and out. Oshaganov, Borgman, Rosen, Mikheyev. Like, this is what they do. So Here's it... what we know. Here's what we know about Miko Lettinen. He played for your favorite KHL franchise, Joker Helsinki. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, you you are you're a diehard Joker. Yeah, I got fan. a poster in my room. Got a jersey. And he was voted the 2019-2020 top defenseman in the KHL. And a lot of people have him going right into the top four to play with Morgan Riley. So that's exciting. At least, like you know what? I'm all for any potential defensive depth. Yeah. It's been a long time since we've seen this team played, but I don't forget. I don't forget what the weaknesses are of this hockey team. So if you want to go take a flyer on a guy who's won an award of the best defenseman in a league, I'm all for it. I'm down. Let's yeah. see it. Let's yeah. see what he can do. Yeah. Cause we, uh, we talked about their blue line an awful lot this past season, but anyways, enough, enough's enough. Ryan earlier today, Gary Bettman, Hops on Tim and Sid around 4.30 in the afternoon and outlines the NHL's return to play plan, I guess you can call it. They're just calling it return to play, right? Four phases. Before we get into the four phases, the first bit of news, which I think is good news for Ryan, bad news for Austin Matthews, the regular season is officially over, Ryan. You're not going to have to watch another regular season game. Thank God, but... You do bring up a good point. Bad news for Austin Matthews. Yes, that is that is a good point, which I'm sure he's going to have other kicks at the can, but this isn't just your average. This isn't a lockout. Like, this isn't your average circumstance. Let's, let's call the season what it was, and let's move on. All right, let's get into the four phases. So, phase one, everyone already knows about it. It's the phase that we're currently in. Pause and self quarantine regular season considered over the nhl instituted the pandemic pause on march 12th with the regular season marked as ending as of march 11th the top 12 teams from each conference enter the 24 team playoff format with positioning based on points percentage so that is phase one ryan that is the phase we are currently in on the horizon we can see phase two phase two is as follows non-contact skating for players in small groups at team facilities the hopeful starting date for phase two is early june so all subject to change but i'm guessing in the next like week to two weeks we're going to roll into phase two and the number that i've heard thrown around is six players at a time so it's essentially one line that's going to be tricky yeah i'll tell you what man the whole scheduling Um, for that and nhl coaches are gonna make their money like the way you're gonna have to stagger this and the way that you're gonna have to like you're literally gonna have to run a bunch of different practices in a day like you're gonna have to run like a six-hour practice just with different players yeah it's gonna be in like how many how many teams are gonna actually abide by those rules like i don't know what how they run things but it's gonna be i feel like it's gonna be pretty close to the vest the way the things are monitored in this 
particular phase with players being together. Phase three. So this is where we start to get into the stuff that we are like learning today. So phase three, formal training camps starting no earlier than the first half of July. So, I mean, Bettman said like a two to three week camp. Both Berkey and Bob McKenzie said on their respective radio stations after that they could only see it going two weeks because the players are just going to be like, all right, enough. Let's get out there and start playing. Even two weeks is pretty lengthy. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, I don't I don't know what it takes to be in shape to play in a National Hockey League game, but two weeks, that's a long time. Like, you, you want to get after it. Phase four comes the 24-team playoff. Ryan, we're going to dive into this. We're going to get in the muck with this. We're going to analyze it. We're going to talk about this tournament, which I personally am stoked on. And we, I, I'm going to... I got something to say. Once we're done getting through this, I got something to say about the haters, all right? But that's a tease for later. So, 2014 playoff, there's going to be two hub cities, one city housing the Eastern Conference, one city housing the Western Conference. Each city will have secure hotels, arena, practice facilities, and in-market transportation. So you're basically going to be staying in a hotel. You and I talked about this last episode. You're going to be staying in a hotel. You're going to be getting on the bus. Everything is good. Like what you touch everywhere you go is just going to be monitored. All right. These are the hub cities under consideration. They didn't announce them. He did announce um, the prospective cities today, which I found really surprising. I didn't think we were going to find that out today. So Chicago. Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, Pittsburgh, Toronto, Vancouver. So, first just give me your initial thoughts on those cities. I just don't know. Like, I don't really care what city it's in, to be honest with you. Like, I know people want to keep it in Canada, obviously things are complicated. It, it could be hard to pull that off. But at the end of the day, like me sitting at home, uh, watching a Leaf playing round against the Jackets, like I, I don't care what city they're in. Why does it matter to me? What What is it going to do for the economy? Like in this time, like there's going to be buck like bunked up in hotels. Like I, I don't really yeah, and like people aren't I don't get tickets. caught up in I this heard... hub city. Yeah, here's here's what I find interesting is. Obviously, I think I think Toronto is is a, a ideal choice because when you think about where Scotiabank Arena is situated, Ryan, think of all the hotels that are within walking distance. I could rattle you off like four hotels right now that are all walking distance. Two things that make uh, this list interesting. One, obviously the Canadian border. So right now the rule is if you're an essential traveler and you come over the border, you have to quarantine for 14 days. So that's going to get tricky if you're bringing a whole hockey team and staff over and you got to get ready to start this tournament. But first, you got to chill in your hotel room for 14 days. I can tell you right now, it will not be in a Canadian city. So there's that. Bettman also said that he would like one Eastern and one Western city. And when you look at this list, Ryan, there's three Eastern cities. Columbus, Pittsburgh, and Toronto. So... I just don't know. Like, what? Why does it matter? Like, you give me your answer. Like, why do you think it? Like, people care about this. Like, what does it be, do? Like, I don't think I, people I don't understand. I think, I'm not trying to be a, 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 
like a guy who's being, oh, well, I don't care. But like, I, I just literally don't understand what the big deal is about it. Like, I don't care where they go. Like, I think cares? it's an interesting discussion point just based on like the border. Like that's that that to me, I think is interesting. But other than that, like, you, like realistically, if you're gonna do it anywhere in Canada, would you not want to do it in like Edmonton? Where? Well, yeah, they 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 mentioned Edmonton. I I mean, if it's coming to a Canadian city. Okay, I get why people want to talk about it. But if if it's not, then who cares what state they play in? Like if it's like, "Hey, we're coming to Toronto. We're go- we're going to Montreal. We're going to Edmonton. We're going to Vancouver." It's like, "Oh, that that's kind of cool. Like keep it keep it in the country." But like if they if they play in Columbus and and somewhere else, like I don't I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, with, with no fans, it it doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it does not matter. matter. It's a level playing field. Like I, I don't I don't I don't understand the the conversation behind this. Like pick pick two cities. Let's go. Let's move on. I don't care. Like let's go. All right. So let's get into like the real meat on the bone here, which is this 24 team playoff format. This Ryan is It's pretty cool. Like there's a lot of people like it's polarizing like all things in sports are, but like Dude, like this is something different. It's something new. Like I'm, I'm stoked on this. So like, here we go. So the top four teams in each conference will play like a round robin for seeding. So top four in Eastern is in the Eastern Conference. Excuse me, is the Boston Bruins, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Washington Capitals, and the Philadelphia Flyers. The top four teams in the Western Conference are the St. Louis Blues, the Colorado Avalanche, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Dallas Stars. So, first thing that comes to mind is the Boston Bruins were gone as the President's Trophy winners and first place team in their division and in the conference. And now they're going to have to play to keep their number one seat. Something that both Brian Burke and... And Bob McKenzie again flagged as something that they would probably say, uh, we don't we don't really like this. So what are your initial thoughts on the four teams and the round robin? Okay, I have my like um understanding take. Like I'm I'm with them. It's like, hey, if if you're gonna weigh in the regular season, like as people want to do then yeah, like it's ridiculous. Like the Bruins were dominating and, and why reseed? Like it's just, it's just, it's unnecessary almost. But for me as a fan, I, I don't like get over it. Get over it. This is all for entertainment. Yep. It's, it's, I don't care about the regular season anymore. I don't care. Nobody cares about that. I get it that you went through a, a 70 game grind and, and you worked your your ass is off to get in the spot you're in but th- to me this is purely for entertainment and and if they say they didn't reseed and they had to play each other once those four teams like w- what are they doing yeah like just playing exhibition games yeah. like what a waste yeah. yeah what a waste buck up this isn't a normal situation this is something we have never seen before and is purely for entertainment and to get hockey fans and all the viewers fired up again so if you need to play around robin to reseed if you're really that good then it doesn't matter i get 
the argument of being like, I, I'm not in the game. I get if you're the GM of the Bruins, you're pretty upset being like, no, we should probably get the easiest matchup based off the regular season. But me as a consumer, like I, I cry me a river, man. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't want to watch three exhibition games. Like, no play for something. That's what their idea is. Yeah. And 100%. it could get switched around, but I, I I'm down for it. I, I don't care. hundred percent. So that's the top four teams. So we move into the remaining teams. Okay. So the qualifying round. The remaining eight teams play best of five series to advance to the first round. Playoff overtime rules in effect. So four series in the East, four series in the West. Best three of five. I'm stoked on that. Yeah, this round is going to be unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, so let's go through the individual series. We'll save the Leafs for last. Let's start in the West, okay? So you've got the 12-seeded Chicago Blackhawks taking on the 5 seed Edmonton Oilers. We've got the 11-seed Arizona Coyotes taking on the 6-seed Nashville Predators. We've got the 10-seed Minnesota Wild taking on the 7-seed Vancouver Canucks. And we've got the 9-seed Winnipeg Jets taking on the 8-seed Calgary Flames in an all-Canadian matchup. So, first thing that jumps out to me in the West, Ryan, four Canadian teams. Yep, right away. Right away. And and, uh, if I had to pick my... The the matchups I'll be watching will be Edmonton, Chicago, and then Calgary, Winnipeg. Yeah, 100%. The the Nashville-Arizona one's a bit of a snoozer, but it's... Man, it's that's that's Canadian content for you. Right. That's ratings. Yep, it is. That's what that is. Yep. That is millions of people tuning in. That's what that is with yep. four Canadian teams. It's so exciting, man. Like I'm excited just sitting it's here. Awesome. Like, yeah, it's awesome. It's I think it's so awesome. awesome. Yeah. Like who Oh, like uh, we're going to get I, into I feel it. Like I'm going we'll get into all, it. Yeah. Don't worry. We're going to yeah. do it. Let's let's go through the Eastern matchups now. Yeah. You got the 12 seed Montreal Canadiens. With a rested carry price. I love it. Taking on the five seed Pittsburgh Penguins. You've got the 11 seed New York Rangers. Taking on the six seed Carolina Hurricanes. You've got the 10 seed Florida Panthers. Taking on the seven seed New York Islanders. And Ryan, you've got the nine seed Columbus Blue Jackets taking on the eight seed Toronto Maple Leafs. All right, where do you want to start here? So let's just talk about the tournament as a whole. We're going to have tons of time. Like they're not going to be in camp for until July. So we've got tons of time to talk about the actual Leafs um, Blue Jackets matchup and analyze that series and whatever. So we don't need to get into that right now. Right now we're just talking about this format. So that's the qualifying round. I think this round is going to be amazing. And I'll tell you why. First of all, the best of five. I think that's awesome. Every game matters. You fall behind. Like going down one nothing is huge in a best of five. It totally changes the dynamic. And the way this is going to work with the hub cities, there's going to be like three, four games a day. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, there's the like if we've we talked about it before we we took a little hiatus. Like this is what we were looking for. Yes. Like this is amazing, man. Like who even if you're not a hockey fan, like this this is something that could pique your interest. Like this is amazing. I I don't care about all the wah-wahs complaining about the regular season. I don't care. Like this, if you're not excited about this, like I I don't know if I could I don't even know what to say. Like this is the coolest thing ever. 3 out of 5. Yep. Anything could happen. You could dominate a team in the first game. Your goalie stands, the other goalie stands on their head, you lose, you're down one zip and now you're in trouble. Yep. It's epic. Like this is the coolest thing ever, man. Yep. Like this is literally the best thing the NHL maybe has ever done. So, once that is done, the qualifying round We'll then move into the first round of the playoffs. So one of the things that Batman said today is they're still discussing whether they're going to do a bracket, which means like they determine placement ahead of time, or if they're going to reseed. I'm in favor yeah. of reseeding just because I think it makes it like, it's just a more fun that way. That's just me. Um, yep. And the series lengths are TBD. So they're still discussing if rounds one and two are going to be three out of five or four out of seven. Something that I found really surprising is it was reported after that the players are the ones that are pushing for the four out of seven. Yeah, I know. I, I they must, must be a lot of bored hockey players at home, right? Right. Now. Like you would have thought that it would have been the, the league just to try and maximize the games, but no, it's the players who are like, no, we need to keep it consistent the way it's always been. So that's interesting. Oh. Uh, you know what, Ryan? I'd be okay with them doing two, three out of five rounds. Hundred percent. I think I think the three out of five in the qualifying round is people are going to be so hyped watching it, and everyone's going to be so into it that you could capitalize on that again. And you you could still and you can make the argument then that it's not really changing the integrity of the playoffs because you've added an extra round. Yeah, I just, I don't see any negative to anything they're talking about in terms of this whole format. Like, I just don't see any negative. Like, there's a couple tweaks here and there that they're going to have to make. But three out of five for one or two rounds, like, it's just, it's going to be phenomenal. And, And the best part about it is all these teams have been sitting at home doing nothing. All these players. It doesn't matter the streak you were on before. They all start out on a level playing field. So, like... We for anyone who's tuned into March Madness or any sort of sudden death tournament, you know a team like the Montreal Canadiens could go on a heater yep. and go somewhere. Yep. And that that's the best part about this. Like I understand where people are coming from with points percentage and you gotta earn whatever, but like this is just the coolest thing ever. This is something you would make in your video game if if pop if if it was possible. Yeah. Like this is fantasy almost. So just to like finish it's, it off, it's phenomenal. Just to finish it off, the conference finals and Stanley Cup final will be best of seven series. Okay, now let's get into it. So I'm with you. So b- by the time I've been waiting, I've been dying to get on here with you because I just want to go on this rant, dude. I've seen so much negativity on Twitter, on Instagram, on our Instagram. People chirping this, like in the comments section and stuff. It's like people. Folks, ladies and gentlemen, 
This is a unique circumstance. This has never happened before. By the time this starts, so middle of July, best case scenario, middle of July, that will have been from March to July. That's like a full off season. So you're essentially starting not a new season, but you're just doing like a one-off, cool, unique tournament. It's exciting. It's something different. Right off the bat, the games are going to matter. Like, I don't understand these people who are just like, shut it down and... Listen, I get... We need to say it, Ryan, because like, if if you don't say it, people are going to freak out at you. So let's just say it. Yes, everyone's health and safety is the most important thing. Yes, the NHL had all kinds of um, details today about testing and testing the players and testing the staff and testing the coaches. Like, I get it. And if something were to happen and a bunch of people got sick, you shut it down and you say, we tried, whatever. So I get all that. So there's that caveat, okay? But I, I don't understand the negativity. I just don't get it. Like, if you're someone who's just like, oh, it's just a money grab, who cares? It's like, that, you're you got a bad attitude, I don't like your attitude. No, no. You're negative. I came on this pod tonight, and I didn't want to get into the whole testing and all the COVID stuff because all of us have been at home. All of us have been watching the news. We've all been living it. You understand that in any workplace, when you go back, there's going to have to be precautions taken, whether that's in an office or in the NHL. We all get that. We don't need to talk about that. Everybody knows. We're, We're living it. But, man, like, I, the main thing on my mind when doing this podcast is the people who are negative about this and are crying about the regular season, like, oh, my. I know. Are you serious? Yeah, I know. Are you serious? You don't want a a fantasy playoff where it's just like, we're going to have a tournament to see who wins the cup. You don't want to see that? And it's then like, you're not, you're, like, like, come on. Like I like, said, dude, oh. there's like an off season in between. So it's kind of like, it's like you're starting from scratch. Like everyone's got a level playing field, which is why to your point of like, you got to make that round robin matter. So you have to put the seating on the line. Absolutely. Like it, it, you're starting, yeah. you're, you're essentially starting because Dude, this is going to roll into... So if they start in like mid to late July, this is going to roll into September, which is when they would have been starting camp for the next season. So it's like everything's out of whack. So just yeah, and it, be stoked. We're talking, about, we're talking about the integrity of the game, but we're also talking about something that's never happened before. I get that Austin Matthews almost had 50 goals. I get that there's teams that were a couple points down with less games and and could have won a little bit more to get in a better position. And I get that the Boston Bruins were having an unbelievable year, and Tuka Rask was amazing, but it's it's that's gone. That is gone. It's not your normal situation. This is to get hockey back on our televisions in the most entertaining way possible. Exactly. And I have to give Gary Bettman and all the people in the NHL serious credit yep. for not wussing out on this i got news for you buddy all the people who are on uh twitter instagram whatever crying about this will be watching every second of oh, every yeah. 100%. game 100 they'll be tweeting about yeah. oh dude like yep. i don't think there's anything like i'm i'm holding it back a bit right now because this is a, this is a pg show but i don't think there's anything that makes me more angry 
than people who are wang-wang about the regular season. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. It is over. And they've just they've just presented you with this like fantasy booking epic one-off tournament. That's that's like a one-off it's like professional it's, wrestling. Yeah. It, it, it's like it's like fa- it's fantasy. Dude, it, dude, it, it's c- something new. It's a unique thing. It'll probably hopefully never happen again in our lifetime. So just enjoy it. It's a one-off thing. It's awesome. There's going to be a, a, a like I don't know, like maybe all this lost revenue will affect the, the the leagues going forward, but if we're just basing it off like the seasons are going to continue and they're going to continue playing NHL hockey, like there's going to be a lot we're going to go back to the 82 games yes. and having good years and guys winning the heart and guys winning the scoring 50 goals, but like this, if you are not excited about this, if you are finding something negative about this, like I am not on the same page as no, you. No, not and, at and all. It, and it really bothers yeah. me. Like I can't believe that people at home are just trying to bring out their moral compass. It's like, no, we're all fans. We all watch. It's entertainment. The only Let's- way that I would shoot holes in this is if I thought that they were being irresponsible and jeopardizing people's health and safety. And even Donald Fear came out and said, you know, if a guy doesn't feel comfortable playing, he doesn't have to play. So it's like... The- they're going to take all the precautions, and if something goes wrong, they're going to shut it down. So what are you worried about? Rob, I go to work every day and make whatever I make, and I'm at risk mm. every day. Yep. I'm, I'm at I'm at places, I'm wearing a mask, I'm wearing gloves, but I'm out and about. I'm not at home. I'm yep. not quarantined. So these guys can go make their 3.5 and go take a risk. Yep. Like they're gonna do every. You think the NHL is just gonna half-ass their their COVID measures? Like no, no. everything's gonna be in place. Yes. Everything. I know. Do you think Gary Bettman is 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 gonna be short on anything? No. They're gonna do what they have to do to make sure everybody feels good. And some guys might say no, which is fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But it's not like they're you're going into a a reckless environment. They're gonna put things in place. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's why they're doing the hub cities. It's just I, I just I don't know, man. I it, it blows my mind that there's people who are like shut it down and start fresh next year. It's like you, you just what? Like, oh you my! You just want to start dude, a new regular season? Are you kidding me? Nothing I would hate more than that. Oh, I know. Like, just, that is the worst idea yeah. I have ever heard. Just all of a that sudden, is, you're just back at game oh. one. Oh, there. Honestly, I have nightmares about. I'm gonna have a nightmare about that tonight. I know it's like, that is it's gross. It's that gross. is horrible, man. Like it's gross. No, dude. Even if no. they had to, let's just say like something happened with the COVID thing and they had to push this back so they couldn't start to like October. Still do this. Still do this. Like, and they will. Yeah, still do this. Like, don't. I, I don't care. I don't care if you can't start next season until February of next year. I don't care. Do this tournament. They, it's awesome. It's new. They know that. Yeah. The, the, what What is this league about if no one is hoisting the Stanley Cup over their head? Yes. What is it about? Yes. What, about, about points percentage? Yeah. About being fair and about guys winning the heart? Like, get over it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's about winning the Stanley Cup. Yes. And we're going to put together the most epic way of someone winning that trophy. Yep. I don't care what you... Oh, I, I, I'm... I just can't believe that people are getting down on this. Basically, this episode is just 
uh, us being so stoked about this yeah. and will fight back against every single person who who decides to be negative about it bo- this. It like, blows no. my mind every time. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Like, that is ridiculous. Yeah, it, bl- oh. it blows my mind every time. And, like, speaking of next season, Batman said today that best-case scenario could be December or January and even joked that they could start next season with the Winter Classic being the first game of the season. So that tells you where their mind's at. They're not even worried about next season whatsoever. They know that— Play half a season. Yep. They know— I don't care. They know that they need to do whatever they need to do to generate interest in their product— and with no fans, that's got to be through TV viewership. This is by far the best way to do that. The, these people sitting at home don't understand. Well, maybe they do, but they don't fully grasp how much money is being lost, is being just just disappearing. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah, it is gone. Th- this is a money-making business. It's a business. Yes. You have to do what you have to do. To I know it's a league and it has history and and that's very important to some people and I get it. If you want to be a historian, go for it. But you have to be a, a an open minded person and understand the revenue loss. And it's like the only way this team can or the only way this league can get back is by putting the most absolutely entertaining product on television. So they can just do yep. ratings and numbers. Like, that is it. Yep. That's it. That's all you yep. need to know. That is yep. it. Yep. I get that Gordy Howe did that. Like, I don't care. Yep. This is, this is, let's go. Yep. Like, come on. Couldn't have said it any better myself, buddy. So I think it's pretty safe to say we're on the same page here. This is, um, well, what else is new? Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Well, I don't think I could. Maybe you could. Maybe someone can go back and listen to the old episodes and, you can and count on one hand. You could probably count on one hand how many times we've like really disagreed on something. We need to go more, more Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp on here. I, I might just pretend my opinion, or I might go against my own opinion. So here, just do, to, just do, to make a, it do a pretend argument against this. Well, Rob, the integrity of the game. Like you have to like you have to respect the work ethic and, and the work it took for the Boston Bruins to get that amount of points. You can't just be ruining the integrity of the game. Think about all the history. You're, you're just gonna throw that out the window because of a pandemic. Forget the fact that it's been a global pandemic and there's hundreds of millions of dollars lost and we haven't been on no. the ice since early March. Forget that. Leon Dreisaitl deserves to play a full season for his heart trophy. Yeah. That 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 is why we cannot do this playoff. We cannot do it because Austin Matthews needs to score fifty goals, and the then the Florida Panthers need to be able to win enough games to pass the Leafs in the standings. That is why I like to think that Austin Matthews would be much more stoked on the opportunity to get a ring. Yeah, like who? God, I don't. The regular season. I know. I know. Before this pandemic ever happened, we've. We've always complained about the regular season. It's too long. Yeah, yeah. It's too long and it's boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, even before we, like they stopped playing, like we were already kind of like just just waiting for like, the playoffs. Almost mailing it in on the viewership yeah. because it's like let, let's go. Yeah, like it, it's yeah. been 70 whatever games, 6 I don't even know. How well, many the games Leafs are also in that head. phase when it comes to their organization where it's like kind of after the last 3 seasons, it's like wake me up when the playoffs start. 
And it was yeah, kind of exactly. interesting down the stretch. They were in a race with Florida, but yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, and, and it's and, and another factor too. It's like, why would you leave a, a city like Montreal out of this thing? Yeah, I know. Or Chicago, know. or any hockey. Like, it, it's not like football, where like most football markets are like hardcore. It's like hockey. It's it's usually third on the bill in some of these cities. So if you have a team like. Montreal, who owns that city, and Chicago, who has a very good foundation in that city, let, let's let's bring them in. That's more viewership. I'm sure NBC's like, let's go Chicago. They're all our primetime games. Yep. Let's go. Yep. Like that's another factor. Like I don't. Oh, well, and you and I, I hear, you and uh, I have talked a lot, and me specifically, I've talked a lot about how you know I I the playoffs is a bit different, but like during the regular season, it's like so so like look at some of these matchups like. Ryan, are you going to sit down and watch the Rangers and the Hurricanes in a Thursday night regular season game? No. No. Are you going to sit down and watch the Rangers and the Hurricanes in game four with the Hurricanes up 2-1? Yes. Yeah, so there you go. And, and, and dude, it's not even that series. Like, you just picked, you picked a series that I knew you were going to pick because that one's just kind of like whatever. Even though New York's an unreal hockey market, but like any of these series, like I'm sure if Calgary and Winnipeg had some bad blood on a Saturday night, I might tune in. Yeah. But like, am I watching Vancouver play the the Wild? Like, no, no. no. And now we're gonna be glued to our televisions. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, yes, yes, like, I know. Let's go. Oh I know. man, I know. I, I know. If I hear the word integrity of the game or that phrase one more time, like, oh, I'm gonna throw my phone out the window. Yeah. Like, what do we? What are we doing? Like, stop. Stop. Ugh. Let's have fun. Yeah, I know. Let's just let's just embrace that we're in unprecedented times. And so let's do something unprecedented. Let's have fun. Yes. This is literally the definition of having fun. Yes. Like this is awesome. Yes. Like, come on. Yes. Get on board. I I'm I'm hundred percent on board. I'm so ready to just sit on like a Saturday and watch from like oh. twelve noon to like Midnight. Just drink five hundred beers. Yeah, I know. I know. Just watch. Oh, yeah, I know. And the just Leafs. Watch your beer gut just grow as you watch hockey game after hockey game. And the and Leafs are going to get. Sorry, anyone who and, listens to this podcast that isn't a Leaf fan. I don't know why you would, but like the reality of this situation is the Leafs are going to get their seven p.m. spot every time. So, oh yeah. So you'll be watching. You can watch like. Let's just say here. Let's let's do a let's do a fantasy booking. So you could do like at at noon, we go Islanders Panthers. Saying, yeah. yeah, yeah. At three, we go Oilers Blackhawks in Chicago. At uh, six thirty seven o'clock, Leafs Blue Jackets, and then. Um, Flames, Jets in the late game. And then you just do it yeah, again I, in the I, reverse. I wonder how the, the time zone in the West would work, though, like how they would split the games up each day yeah. because you can't be having a... Like a 9 a.m. Like you can, yeah, you can't, you can't play 12 Eastern uh, uh, on the Pacific. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't be doing that. So, so maybe they put all they the Eastern teams in the early window and the Western teams in the late window. But the Leafs always get their spot. Yeah, oh yeah, the Leafs are going to get the seven. Don't worry spot. about that. There, there's, there's one, uh, there's one number on the television ratings that will be a little bit higher than the others. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. 
So we don't need to, so we'll get into this. We got tons of time to talk about it, but just off the top, Ryan, uh, just your initial thoughts about the Leafs blue jackets, just high level Leafs blue jackets mat matchup. Uh, they played each other twice this year and split the games one apiece. So just off the top of your head. You want to hear my opinion? Yeah. I hate the matchup. Oh my God. Uh, I hate this matchup. It's terrible. It's like it's like the Bruins two, like it, it's it's not Bruins one. It's Bruins two. Like it, it, they're the same kind of team. Relentless forecheck. Relentless work ethic. Good defense. It's the same team that swept everything the Lightning that just dummies the Leafs. Yeah. Like like you know like it's it's a horrible matchup. Like I would love to see the Leafs and the Habs in the first round, not because of the rivalry, but. Like the style of play, or even the Leafs and the Panthers. Of course, we have to play the best defensive forechecking team in the whole thing. Like, great. Here's like, here's oh. here's the one thing I will say that, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, and I think it, this works in the Leafs' favor is the playing field is even. The criticism we've always had of the Leafs in the last few years is that like these other teams get revved up and they're playing playoff style hockey. They're they're. Like, you, you got to go to another level. And the Leafs, they just want to play shinny and, and score their goals. Whereas, like, so you, you're all starting from scratch. So your hope is that off the bat, these teams are going to be playing the way the Leafs want to play. Loose, not that, like, disciplined, wide open. I think this tournament works to the Leafs' advantage in how they like to play. Yeah, I agree. I, I, it's it, you, we don't know. Like it's, it's all about who's gonna have the legs, who's gonna have the hot goalie off the bat. Well, that's another thing it, they were talking about that on the radio tonight too. Like Freddie Anderson traditionally has been awful starting seasons. This is a full off season. What's he yeah, gonna 100%. be like coming out of the game? Like, it's it's anybody's game. Yeah. It's whoever. Like that's the best part. It's like yeah, we could sit here and analyze the, the the matchups of the the Jackets and Leafs, but at the end of the day, it's like who shows up with the legs or who shows up with the goaltender. Like that is it. That's the only two ways. Some team shows up with the legs, or one team has a goaltender who stands on his head. Like that. That is it. And you go up. You see it in baseball. Baseball still has a three out of five for all you baseball fans. There's been some good teams that have gone down two zero pretty quickly. Yep. And it's lights out. Yep. Like, it, it happens really, really quickly. That first game is so important yep. in, that, in that three out of five. Like, four to seven, obviously, you want to win game one. But Dude, it's so it's interesting, too, oh, because man. it's like neutral territory. It's Dude, I've never been more excited for anything yeah. this league has ever done yeah. than this. Yeah, I know. Like, I can't even describe to you how excited I am. I like, this is amazing. I know. I know. Like... I'm fired up. Yeah. yeah, me too. All right, before we get out of here, I want to touch on uh, the draft lottery. This is uh, this is something. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you through. I have to actually read this one verbatim because this is this is something. So I'm gonna read it. Let me know if you understand it and give me your take. Okay. So the draft lottery will be held on Friday, June 26. So they're obviously taking a cue there from the National Football League. And the top three picks will be up for grabs. 15 teams. The seven who are no longer playing, plus eight 
placeholders representing the teams that lose in the play-in round will be eligible to win the number one overall pick. So you could get dusted. So, dude, the Leafs could get eliminated by the Blue Jackets in the first round and then be in the hunt for the first overall pick. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard (laughs) in my entire life. Like, I, 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 I know I just spent 40 minutes talking about bucking the trend of of integrity of the game but you're gonna tell me that there's the team sitting at home not have a team in this hating their lives because the Detroit Red Wings who just had like a historically bad season oh like it's like you're already getting punished enough by not having any skin in the game in this whole playoff thing and now you're just getting screwed like (laughs) ah like I, I I'd be so pissed well, again, if I was none a Red this, Wings fan. Like, I mean, uh, all this stuff is still up for discussion. I'm sure the owners, like, like that's got it. They can't yeah. be doing that, man. You can't. Like, I, I was listening to Tim and Sid, and even Sid said it. He's like, "You're gonna tell me the Leafs are gonna get the number one overall pick? They're gonna have a chance? What's what's like, that's ridiculous, what's, man? What's Eugene Melnick gonna do if the Leafs get the number oh. one overall pick? Like, that is that is the worst. Let the teams." who don't get to enjoy this and that those fan bases be excited about one thing. Yeah, I agree. Like they were clearly the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Like some bad teams. I think like, I don't understand why, like basically you just, you do a draw for the top three out of those seven teams. And then, and then you just based on like where the other ones finished do four, five, six, seven. So like, do a draw for the top three spots and then four, five, six, seven, and then start after that with who gets eliminated. Like I just came up with it there. I don't understand why, because it's, it's a TV thing. I think this thing, is so dude. dumb. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like this idea. It's just give, give it to the teams that don't get it in. Like, you know, many times, no many drafts have happened with, since they implemented the system where the, the team with the best odds got screwed. Like, Oh, they have the best odds. That means nothing. It's it's like anyone who's ever bet, like you you bet sometimes against the odds, like and you win. Well, like this is so dumb. You know what's gonna happen, Ryan? The Chicago Blackhawks are gonna eliminate the Edmonton Oilers, and then the Edmonton Oilers are gonna win the draft lottery. Yeah, yeah. The their little uh, number one overall pick, Guardian Angel, is gonna be. Hovering over them, making sure they get that. I don't like this idea. Like, give give those teams the opportunity to draft a guy who's may change their franchise. Like, let's let's let those like the Montreal Canadiens are getting a free pass to the the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, right. So that's that's like, uh, come on. Like, like when does that ever happen? Which it's is like, awesome. Like, you, like, I'm happy. You, you, that, yeah, I know. So it's like you guys weren't initially in the playoffs. You're being allowed a chance to be in the playoffs. So therefore, you forfeit your right at a top three pick. I think that is totally fair. But classic hockey, though. What other sports like this? Yeah. Name me another sport like this. Sit down, Mark Bergevin and Jeff Molson, and give them the the opportunity to pick between having a chance to win a Stanley Cup in this playoff play in or get the first overall pick what other sport would have a general manager and an owner pick a first overall pick over a chance to win the playoffs true like i guarantee they're sitting there being like oh we could we, i could have been pretty down to, to to pick a 
Lafreniere or whoever's going first overall this year. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. All right. I think that just about sums it up for today, buddy. We'll be back at some point to break down the uh, Leafs Blue Jackets play in three out of five matchup. Also, I, I, any more breaking news, we'll be on to talk about it. Thanks, everybody, for sticking by the show. We really appreciate it. And you know what? If you're somebody who's listened to this show and you had a crappy attitude about this playoff tournament, whatever you want to call it, this 24-team return-to-play tournament, I hope we changed your mind. Because this is pretty damn cool, and everybody should be stoked about it. That's my opinion. Or you're just pissed listening to this. Yeah, or or you and, are never listening to us again. And I appreciate you listening, but I strongly disagree. Yeah, yeah. strongly. You're you're a curmudgeon. You're just being a hero. Yeah, you are. You're just being. You're, you're yeah. being a hero. Yeah. Like what? What do you? What do you? What is your argument? Yeah. What do you complain? Like, oh, um, it's like, brutal. This is. Killing me, this stuff, yeah, man. It's brutal. It's brutal. All right. Thanks, everybody, for downloading. We'll catch you next time. See you later. Come on, let's go to the Blue Hotel. I want to live at the Blue Hotel. The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.